welcome to the Riffle Effect. I'm Liz Riffle, and today I have a very special episode with four wonderful people. Uh, it centers around employment and job seeking and some of the struggles that uh, they've had to face. I was lucky enough to sit down with Helen Dittman and Joseph Krauss and Matt Algervandi and Ruben Miranda and had an enlightening, hilarious, but also very serious discussion centered around job seeking and their struggles. So if you could just give it a listen. And then, additionally, I'm asking you to share this episode with as many people as possible so that we can help them find jobs. Thank you. All kind of in the same age range. you know, forties to early fifties. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but we're all from all over the place. Helen's in the UK and Joe is in Maryland. And I'm actually Matt, you're in what, Tennessee? Yeah, I'm in Knoxville. Okay. Knoxville, and, cool. Um Ruben's in Malaysia. Yep. Okay. And I am in Good old middle of nowhere, West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we had uh, we had a John Denver uh, album on LP when I was uh, a girl growing up. So uh, yeah, I should like probably the sing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, sorry, where where in the UK are you, Helen? Um, uh, I'm in Bolton, which is which is northwest uh, England. It's about 15 miles oh, from Manchester. Bolton. Oh, okay, yeah. Bolton. Oh, right, cool. A, a friend there, uh, a friend named Serena. She's in Bolton, I think. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yes, Serena, the artist. Yes, weirdly. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, Serena. Okay. No, on LinkedIn um, via mutual uh, via mutual um, aqu- yeah mutual connections. So yes, um, I've I've had a couple of LinkedIn conversations with Serena, but I don't know her personally. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know her technically personally either, since I've only met her through video, you know, through chatting. Um, one of these days, hopefully, I'll get you. She seems like a really wonderful person. She does. Um, she does. But yeah, that's the great thing about LinkedIn and about here where you kind of get to meet people from all over the place. Um, That's kind of why I wanted to do this. Um, And I was hoping for kind of a diverse group of people. You know, I know, Helen, you have a little one that you're trying to, you know, find work while also taking care of your little one. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's been my my biggest issue. I mean, talking about sort of age and where you are in your sort of life. And I'm kind of, I've got to the point now where I'm not really willing to compromise and I'm quite stubborn. So when I think that people, when I think I've got, um, I'm, on, I'm in the right, or I'm, in a, I'm on a, from a standpoint that makes sense to me, I'm not really willing to compromise anymore. So um, I'm getting, I think, I think the job market in the UK is quite buoyant. It's definitely getting better. Um, but what I get is I have long conversations with recruitment consultants, with recruiters, with employers, and, and it's all sounding positive. And then I kind of get to the end of the conversation and I go, is there any chance you'd consider part time? You know, I've only got so much. I've only got so much childcare. You know, we're only paying for three days a week at nursery, especially with COVID. I haven't got the family support to be able to, you know, pass yeah. it on to family members. Um, 
and you can just see them shut down. <laughs> yeah. they, just, they just go, no, I'm really sorry. We're, you know, we're trying to grow this particular bit or it's a full-time role or, you know, they're so busy. And and even the ones that sort of consider it, the problem is that the the marketplace is in it, it's an employer's it's an employer it's in the employer's favour. There's loads of people looking for jobs. So if you're comparing with maybe twenty years experience well, maybe not quite twenty years experience, but fifteen ex, fifteen years experience in my field that wants three days that might be bringing something in terms of a bit of gravitas or a bit of, you know, um a thorough understanding. Um then you've got somebody that's maybe a little bit younger but quite you know ambitious and and career minded and they can give you a full time i can see why i am the second choice i can totally see it but it doesn't no, help me it's very frustrating <laughs> it is no i get exactly what you're saying helen um you know you talk about you know what you want um i'm i'm, I'm 51 i'm going to be 52 this year and and I've just got to the stage where I'm not willing to put up with this shit anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've left, I've, I've fucking left jobs because the managers were dicks, uh, the place was toxic, and I just thought, no, I've done my time with this shit already. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, when I was younger, I put up with all this shit, and nowadays I just, I can't, I can't, which I suppose... If you want to look at it, it makes me quite unemployable, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's how people and... end up becoming writers, Ruben. <laughs> yeah, right, even that's a fucking... Um, Jesus, <laughs> that's a joke in this country, man. Um, yeah, so... I Many many the time I've thought, you know, just shut your gob and... Um, just do it, but my threshold is very low nowadays. Um, I know what I can offer. I know what I'm good at. Um, what is your field? It, what is it you do? You're a you're a copywriter, aren't you? I'm a copywriter. Um, I was working in restaurants and hotels for many many years, about seventeen years or so. Um, you know, 10 of those in the UK and then the rest when I came back here. Um, and I switched over to writing and uh, I was working for a company, uh, made a few bad career moves and then ended up freelancing, copywriting. Mm -hmm. And um, now I'm just seriously considering prostitution because... Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, uh, I don't know, I'm if you pretend gonna pretend I didn't hear that, that's legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And, but you know, COVID, social distancing, so that's yeah, a bit of a, a yeah, <laughs> it's a bit difficult. You can just do <laughs> so strip tease with your mask. Well, oh, I don't know, you know, go go online or something. I don't know, man. But <laughs> um, yeah. Oh God, the Zoom uh, peep show. Yeah. That sounds great. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, but writing in this country, copywriting in this country, it's a joke. It really is. Um, so I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Work's pretty much dried up. Is it something um, you'd consider moving for? Like, would you relocate for a, a job? Um, no, I don't think I would, actually. I mean, fucking hell, I'm in the 
capital city of Malaysia, if I can't find a job here, I'm not going to be able to find a job anywhere. Um, but no, this this is home, you see. Uh, I'm living with my partner. We've got three cats. Neither one of us have kids. Okay. Um, and we're happy with this arrangement. Um, and would I move for a job? It, it has to be a bloody amazing job, man. Okay. Um, you know, otherwise, probably not. And it's not even about the money so much. I mean, of course, I mean, who are we kidding, right? We all, we all need the money. Mm -hmm. um, but the person you're working for and the people you're working with, that nowadays, that's the bigger thing for me. Um, yeah, I agree with that too. It, right. And because of COVID, and um, Helen, you said this, it's an employer's market, isn't it? Companies are being real dicks, man. Um, they're just putting the squeeze on people. They know that they've kind of got employee, employees by the balls, by the short and curlies. Um, and they're just being, they're being assholes about it. They really are. And uh, Matt, you've been kind of quiet. I know you've got birds in the background. Um, so what is it you do? Well, I have a weird career because I, in, two, in 2001, after being a teenager in my early 20s where I had, for instance, 10 W-2s in one year, uh, in 2001 I went to school, um, I was going to be a writer, but I fell in love and failed out of that school, so I went over to mechanic school for some reason. Became a mechanic, worked until 2012 as a mechanic. In 2011, I was out at Juliet Pfeiffer Big Sur, and I just sort of had an epiphany that I wanted to do science and didn't want to be a mechanic anymore. So I went back to UT and got a bachelor's and master's in uh, forest resource management and uh, restoration ecology. Okay. And so I worked as a scientist um, in the forestry field, but mostly within uh, legacy mine restoration, where we restored strip mines in Tennessee that had been fucked up really bad by the mining companies. Okay. And so I actually have had a pretty successful career, haven't had that much trouble, pretty much enjoyed everyone I was with, but then in, I got a job at Oak Ridge National Lab, that was fabulous really loved it but then they were in september they said oh by the way all subcontracts are going to be canceled in 29 days it's like what the fuck are you talking about you know how long it takes to get a job in this field it can take a year and so with no notice essentially they just shipped us out and since september um i've been unemployed however i don't sit down and take that shit because I have all those skills. So I just um, have been like working on people's cars, working on their houses, basically like kind of a, a handyman, you know, since then. I don't not want to be in my field, so I've been applying for jobs like crazy, but it's like Ruben said, they fuck you. I mean, they fuck you. They'll be, they'll, you'll sit there in an interview, and then they'll be like, we'll offer you a generous salary of $15 an hour. It's like, dude, I'm not fucking 16 years old, you piece of shit. Are you kidding? You know, what the fuck is the matter with you? <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, and then like... Uh, 
the jobs that do offer a lot of money, they, they, it's like uh, Helen was saying, you go through this wonderful job interview, super positive, so much good feelings, whatever. And I'm like good at job interviews, dude. Like I'm a people person and I don't feel right. like I show up on a Zoom in a fucking suit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'll go through these job interviews, do perfectly, and then all of a sudden they're just like, oh yeah, you know, we hired some jackass with no experience. It's like, yeah, man, yeah. I'm, I'm not willing to compromise. You know, I, no. I've got three kids. Uh, I, you know, I got a house. Uh, because I live in Tennessee, I have like six cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a saying, and I'm from Boston, but my neighbor says there's a uh, saying in East Tennessee, you can have six $100 cars, or you can have one $600 car. So I have six $100 cars. <laughs> so I, yeah, I used to be a mechanic, so they all work. Just oh, so they're all in different parts. Of <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all, they're all in the drive, they're all in good shape, and so... But yeah, that's that's my situation. It's like I'm 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 like uh, Ruben. I am fucking fed up with this shit, man. It's a big yep. game. I, I use every trick in the book to defeat it. I've had uh, my my father's wife is like a um, some some big wig like seat comptroller, I guess. So she knows all about like resumes and shit. She's evaluated my resume, my cover letters, everything. There's nothing wrong. I'm not doing anything wrong. It's just the employers right now are asshats. Yeah. No other way to put it. That's pretty. And good. the competition's just higher, isn't it? There's just more. There's more yeah. people in the same there's boat as you. unemployed out there right now. There's there's more people who are willing to take shit for cheap. That's the big problem. Yeah. And um, companies don't see how this can actually have a detrimental effect to them. Um, you pay a bit more, you get somebody who's a bit older who knows the fuck they're doing, it's only going to benefit them. And no, 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 no. Um, like here, I'm going to hire some, some, some young kid who can't even write their name properly without making a mistake. Um, and we're going to get them to write for our website. Well, fine, mate. Go ahead and do it, dude, because you're just fucking yourself up. And it's so frustrating. It's, oh my word. I read something about that recently. Um, I seem to be connected to loads of copywriters on LinkedIn for some reason. I think it's just <laughs> that I like, they tend to put good posts out that are worth do. following. Very, very good <laughs> posts. So um, they make you laugh, but the, they were sort of talking about the fact that um, the copy that you put out there is your sort of um, written face of the company. Um, and if you get somebody to do it that doesn't, understand how to connect with people how to put your brand out there how to put your messaging out there with the right way yep. Yep. Uh, you're just gonna not get any value for money and it, it seems counterintuitive uh it just it, seems it, it is but they all do it because they're getting it for cheap and i've said to so many people who wanted to hire me who have balked at my at my rates and i'm i'm like listen the writing takes 20 minutes, if that. The planning, the questions, the research, um, the thinking, you know, sitting on, my, sitting on my fucking balcony with a coffee and a cigarette and just thinking, that's what you're paying for. Um, but no, every, every, every dick and their uncle thinks they can write. You can write in your journal, yes, 
Um, you can write in your diary. You can, yeah, everybody can write. I agree. But are you writing stuff that people actually want to read and that they are going to respond to? And copywriting is its own special type of writing, too. It's not Absolutely. just writing a story, necessarily. No. You're writing no. with purpose. Correct. So you have to every, have a certain skill with that. Absolutely, because every word has to make, has to count. You know, often you're just working with, what, 20 to 30 characters, and you've got to get that, that, that idea across. You've got to punch people in the throat, um, follow up with a jab to the solar plexus, and then end up with a kick to the, to the gonads. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know. I don't know. Your your copywriting sounds a little violent, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to go, Liz. <laughs> um, but no, people don't get it. You just think it's writing. No, it's not just writing. And you're right because I I I came from long form writing. I used to write articles for magazines and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you can waffle on for six to eight hundred words, um, and then you switch over to something where you've only got about. 20 words, maybe, if you're lucky to play with. It's yeah. a huge shift. It's a massive, massive shift, and you it's a massive skill. You've got to get skill. their attention and keep it. Exactly. And to with them in, you know. Yes, and, you know, uh, yeah, you want them to respond to it, to call you up to click on that um, find, learn more, whatever button. Um, that's a skill. That's a skill. Um, but, like, you know, what you guys were saying, and it's the same here. It's not just in the States. It's not just in the UK. I think it's the same worldwide. Um, employers want something either for free or for very cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see the logic to that. Maybe because I'm, I'm grumpy, bitter, twisted, and fed up. Um, <laughs> I need every t-shirt. I'm grumpy, yeah. bitter, twisted, and fed up. Fed up, yeah. He's just listed yeah. all the uh, all the seven dwarfs there, hasn't he? Well, <laughs> probably a few of them have uh, in quarantine, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Fuck off, and you twat. Um. <laughs> um that should be my LinkedIn. Um, Headline actually. <laughs> um, I recommend it as someone that's got one more uh, disagreement before I get permanently banned. Don't. Yeah, Joe gets kicked out of LinkedIn like every other. Do you, day. Joe? Nice one, man. Um, yeah, actually, uh, I just got a message this morning. One more, and my account is actually going to be perma banned. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, it's what you get for arguing politics on yeah. LinkedIn, I guess. Um, yeah, being a I'm quite junkie. vanilla on LinkedIn. I'm very, I'm very PC. I'm a, I like yeah, following I people that are. Yeah. Of that, um, disagreeing with the crowd, uh, but when you have yeah. something to say, it's you, you kind of got to say it uh, and be damned the consequences. Um, I don't know about you folks. I, I'm coming up on two weeks unemployment. I put. Right. I just filed for my unemployment yesterday. Uh, I feel like a gang thief for taking the money from the state. And frankly, I don't know if even Maryland is offering unemployment because their system is very screwed up right now. Um, right. So I've got nearly 20 years experience in my field, um, and I teach support guy 
mm-hmm. you name the problem at a desktop level, I've probably run into it and can probably fix it. I can whistle the tune of a network engineer, at least a junior one, and got a pretty good solid background in IT security. The last two weeks, I've put out 600 and almost 700 resumes and applications. Uh, I've had 30 interviews this week. I've got two jobs that are actually, I'm waiting on start dates. One, I actually should have a start date uh, the 14th, but holding on for a, what is that, um, almost almost 20 days is going to be tough. Um, I'm lucky I was a federal contractor for the federal government here in the States working for the Social Security Administration. Um, I've been... Uh, I was there for five five years, just about. In fact, uh, the last time I was out of work was this time five years ago. It took me four months to find a job uh, when I picked this up. Um, uh, I've been I've worked at just about every level of IT support from basic, click here, click here, click here, done. Uh, tier one desktop support, uh, changing passwords to. Uh, tier three, where I got the real head scratch of the problems, things like um, working out why this program won't work and how their how a user's uh, modem was actually using DNS injection, uh, DHCP injection to overwrite our customized DNS files, uh, DNS entry this files. We all really registry. want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of us are just kind of like, yep, we all we yeah. all have a nice guy as a friend. <laughs> I am the consummate nerd. And what I've been running into the last couple of I've run into it like four times. Someone just nailed me. I'm overexperienced. I'm overexperienced for the positions I'm applying for, but yep. don't have the real world experience for the stuff that I should be doing. That I've got the got the background for. Uh, I can't get my foot in the door for uh, a junior SOC analyst, uh, which is a security operations uh, person, basically the guy that right. manages the firewall, or at least the guy that assists the guy that manages the firewall right. and right. makes the group policy decisions. I've got the training for it. I don't have the certificate yet. I've got a learning certificate. Quote, you put the air quotes around that as you like from Udemy. Yeah. Uh, I've got the network training for it, and you and it's the training. It's not the actual physical cert yet. Uh, I spent the money to take the, the Security Plus test. I have to schedule it and take it. That's going to open a few doors for me if I pass. If not, I'm going to be really depressed because I spent five hundred dollars. Uh, just yeah, those certificates with- are not cheap. They're not. And no, they're not. My previous employer, uh, basically, if you took their money for uh, their cert, uh, you had to pay it back or you signed on for another year. And if you left for any reason, uh, you were required to pay that back out of either the PTO, your last paycheck, or what have you. And... Um, we were on a rolling six-month uh, renewal for the last two and a half years, almost three years, in fact. So nobody was taking the chance on getting those certs and letting the company pay for them. 
because we didn't want to be out that money when we were most going to need it. Uh, so I'm running, I'm running into problems where I'm getting hit with, oh, you're overexperienced for the job. Mm-hmm. And I've got another, I've oh. got another in-person interview this evening about 50 miles away that I've got to boogie on out to. Yeah. Uh, and, and pray I get it because I don't know if I'm going to get unemployment. Well, good luck wow. with that. I'm glad that you're getting yeah. that you're getting but, the interviews. Yeah. 650 resumes in two weeks. I've put in five since I've been sitting here. Um, and I apologize if you hear behind me, much like the gentleman with the aviary, I've got an I've got uh, five aquariums sitting behind me. <laughs> so if you hear oh. that water burbling, that's what that is. No, I'm not sitting on the can. um and helen um i know we've already talked a little bit but i don't think you mentioned what it is that you are looking for actually oh that that's you know what that is really the question isn't it i sort of my my background is marketing i'm kind of mid mid level marketing i um i was never really interested in climbing the corporate ladder in the in the way of sort of becoming you know, a team manager or you right. know, head of a department. I was quite happy to be, you know, uh, a key cog, but a cog in in the sort of the wheel. So that's my background. I've been I've done it for sort of the last uh, thirteen years, um, and I've been made redundant twice in the last six months. Oh, it's slightly longer now, but it was twice in six months. So uh, June last year, when the sort of first um, this is a British thing. I don't think it works the same in in America, but we were. Um, companies were allowed to furlough staff yep. and then the the furlough rules slightly changed so um i was working for an accountant a chartered accountants and they uh they furloughed me initially and then made me redundant at the end of june um i was lucky enough to get a job um but that was with uh, a business coach in fact they're, they're an american-based company but they're global they're called um i don't know what i'm allowed to say but they're called action coach um but essentially He's a fun, the, the company was a franchise, so it was a very small business just with two employees when I was employed. We went into second lockdown in October, and um, and unfortunately, a number of his key clients had really big, mm. major wobbles, and he lost about two or three of his key clients, which right. just meant that he couldn't sustain uh, me as an employee. In fact, he had to, there was a number of things he had to do, so he had to, um, yeah, so there was a number of things, but anyway, so unfortunately. Uh, COVID played a real part in that. Um, yeah. I kind of, I kind of took. So that was the end of November, start of December when that was sort of came about. Uh, so I kind of took December off. <laughs> in inverted commas. <laughs> so I, went has, I know, I know that uh, COVID affected everybody in the UK a lot. I know you guys yeah. have been, you know, put under lockdown. What like. Four million times now. I don't know. It seems like that. <laughs> <laughs> consecutive. It's like every time I go into LinkedIn, I see, oh, we're under lockdown again. Lockdown, oh, yeah. Another lockdown. Oh, another lockdown. It seems like you guys got hit really hard with it. And you know, here in the states, various various states took it to different levels of you know. No shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, here here in West Virginia, we were like the last state to get a case. And we were the last state to be like, what? We have to wear a mask? What? Like, um, so, yeah, it just, it was very different when everybody else was like, lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. And I'm like, 
what the hell is a lockdown? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, we so get, it affected us differently. Very, yeah, getting very bored of the same four walls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, Even though it's your own home, it's it's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine you guys are going a little stir crazy. (laughs) Just a little. I mean, we don't. Yeah, we we're we're allowed out supposedly as long as you stay away from. (laughs) And you don't go here, and you don't go here. Yeah, our our daily exercise. We're allowed out. Um, Yeah, it's 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 been weird. It's been very weird. I mean, I think I think Britain has coped very well. I think people very quickly realised that homeworking wasn't difficult, and those that found it difficult basically had to implement some kind of system so they you know things like the it industry have, have, have really boomed and software and and uh, vip uh, not vip what's it called vpn networks and all that type of thing um vip networks yeah that's a different thing so but but um so i kind of i did i did kind of reevaluate what i wanted to do I'm quite happy to stay in marketing, um, but I don't know whether it's something that I love. And I think that comes across when I'm <laughs> interviewing because I know, I think because I know what I want to do. Or not, don't no, I know do, what I yeah, don't want to yeah, do. Yeah, I know yeah. what I want to do. I know what I don't want to do. And I, I sort of, I mean, what a, one of the really annoying things in one of the interviews that I had, and I got some really good feedback because it was actually for a company that I've got a, a personal friend in. So she gave me some really good feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the questions in the interview was, uh, what challenges have you undertaken over the last 12 months? And I, I really wasn't prepared for the question. I didn't really think about it. I kind of fluffed my way through it. But then when I sort of talked about it with my friend and then thought, I thought about it afterwards, I was getting really annoyed. I was, I was yeah. thinking, that is such a late, not a lazy, but an, a really... That's a stupid question, isn't it? In the lockdown, like what exactly. I have? I've got a two-year-old that doesn't like nursery and doesn't like to see people anymore because he's not because I've not been allowed to socially. Like, yeah. You know, he he was crying when my sister came to the door and had a full-on meltdown. I I haven't been allowed out of the house. <laughs> Creating yeah. a whole generation of of yes. introverted yes. people haters. You know, I'm trying, yep. to, I'm trying to survive just literally just you know survive just just without going a bit sort of crazy I'm trying to I'm trying to keep an eye on my 86 year old mum I mean l- luckily I've got other siblings yeah that you know still live with her so she's all right she's supported but I've not been able to see her properly for, ne- for you know nigh on 12 months you know I mean luckily she's not very good on technology but she manages to do video calls wow. so that's great but you've got all she's these things going than... in, in, in your life. <laughs> yeah, she's doing a lot better than me, actually. <laughs> and all I want is some sleep. You know, he's not the best sleeper, either. You know, he's two. He, yeah. he wakes up. He still comes into bed with us. He doesn't. Oh, he, and I'm so I'm just thoroughly two years worth of thoroughly thorough exhaustion. And you want me to challenge myself? You want me to do like couch to five k, or that's a running thing? Or you want me yeah, to but... take up? I just come on, Helen. I mean, come on, really. What were your challenges? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been a, it's, it's been a walk in the park, Reuben. It's been absolutely. I know, joy. I know. I mean, everything you said is just like, come on, let's just fluff. Come on, Helen. What's really <laughs> challenged you? <laughs> Getting dressed, to be honest. Yeah, I don't you know, a question yeah. at all. <laughs> no, no, me. 
putting putting trousers well, on. I got that's, told uh, in that's the a feed- I got told in the feedback that it was to make sure that um, I hadn't lost my kind of mojo and I hadn't lost my get up and go. <laughs> and what I thought was. Bloody hell! I've lost my mojo. I've had I've lost my job twice. I've been out of work for more for, for a longer yeah. time than I have been in work. I, you know, I'm I just yeah, yeah. So it, my, it just, it, my, I'm like, going to show you challenge here in a minute. Yeah, come on. <laughs> my my fucking mojo took my debit card, and I don't know where the fuck he's gone because <laughs> I I haven't seen him in ages. <laughs> well, I was I wasn't sure whether to share that anecdote because I just think I come across very angry, very annoyed, and very bitter. And I was trying to sort of approach this. Bitter, twisted, grumpy, and, and grumpy. And, and yeah. <laughs> Helen so you you understand my angry. problem. You understand my problem, <laughs> Helen. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets a t-shirt yeah. with their with their their feelings put on it right now and i know right but <laughs> the problem is my my resting bitch face doesn't help either so um. <laughs> yeah i understand that one i'm not sad this is just my face oh, no, so this is exactly <laughs> why do you look so pissed off i'm not i'm not pissed off but you're starting to piss me off yeah you have that. <laughs> yeah i am now yeah exactly um <laughs> Yeah, so we're all pretty much, this is quite amazing, actually, because it sounds like we're all pretty much facing the same shit. Yeah, Um, slightly different challenges, but yeah, I mean, across the board, we've got marketing, uh, conservation, that's kind of, that's Yeah, there you go. Matt's got a cool job. He wins on the cool job. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. you know, copywriting, all of these are very different jobs, and yet you guys are all kind of facing, you know, similar crappy employers and stupid questions and interviews and, you know, dealing with unemployment and, you know, being laid off from jobs that you're not expecting to be laid off from. Like, no, uh, kind of amazing. Liz? Yeah? The stupidest question I've gotten so far and I shit you not, they asked me, why doesn't super glue stick to the inside of the super glue container? <laughs> I was like, I are you answered to that one. I was like, are you fucking, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, sadly, I actually know the answer to that one. I use super glue all the time um, because the super glue bottle is made out of PETEN. Uh, polyethylene tetra something or other, uh, and super glue doesn't stick to anything until it's activated by moisture. <laughs> you actually there store you super glue in the freezer to keep it fresh. Um, oh, I, I go model airplanes, believe it or not, and we have one sitting right here in a tube of BSI Bob Smith Industries super glue, super thin, right in front of my face. It's literally sitting on my desk right now. Which is kind of an odd thing. I just happen to know the answer to that because I've got some sitting right here. And I use it every day. I've written that down and we'll use it for the uh, future questions that these assholes What do you think think they wanted you to answer? 
what yeah, what was going on in their heads to be like we're gonna be this asshole because you know one person out of you know the five of us knows that answer right off the top of their right head. So, in a I way, know, I feel like so many people in the world know that answer. And are I wish. These kind of questions is they want to see your thought processes. I'm going to tell My thought processes are just factual information. My um, thought process is why the fuck are you asking me? This is exactly <laughs> what I would have. This is what I would have said. All right. They were like, there's no stupid question unless you're a chemical engineer. Um. Uh, in which case it's just actual factual knowledge that you should have gotten while you're yeah. working. Yeah, maybe if um, it's yeah, okay. job, if you should know that, then yeah, okay. That's definitely a question you should ask. But if you're like an administrative assistant or right. <laughs> you're, you're a you know, hamburger flipper and they're like, <laughs> stick to the inside of the container and you're like... I've asked that question a million times myself. Yeah, I, know, right? I, think, I think it was like a um, one of those like stupid questions that's supposed to break up their complicated questions because they were like, "There's no wrong answer." I was like, "Well, if there's no wrong answer, then why in the fuck are you asking me such a dumbass guy?" Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, don't oh. ask me these questions. Uh, where they're asking my um, feelings on stuff. I don't have feelings. People <laughs> with 150 IQ, we don't have feelings like most people. Um, <laughs> That's not true. That's not no, true. actually, statistically speaking, if you have an IQ over a certain point, you I literally have a think so. And I have lots of feelings. Stati when you're a very in your statistical rarity, Liz. Oh man, we all knew that. <laughs> at a certain point, you literally stop thinking like normal human beings. And when you because there's a statistical correlation also with autism at a high level. And yeah, right. when you look at when you look at high functioning autism, there's actually my picture right next to the, the, the definition. Um <laughs> between that and being just uh, the the way I'm wired, I answer. I'm a nerd. You pay us literally to know answers to things. Mm -hmm. So when you give us a question that doesn't have an answer or is a fuzzy non, uh, it requires a qualitative rather than quantitative response. We we all tend to 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 squirrel up on you, and and that's I've been running into that a couple times. Um, and so, how would you answer? Because in Britain, there seems to be this question, uh, and it, it goes does the rounds when people are sort of putting posts on LinkedIn. How would you answer if you were a biscuit? What biscuit would you be? That's cookie, isn't it, in American? Yes. If you were yeah. American, and actually, Liz and I had this fantastic little conversation about that. I actually had to explain to her the difference. I'm an amateur baker, and okay. I've actually been baking long since before the the con the the COVID thing happened. A lot of people picked it up during COVID. I worked in kitchens for ten years before I went into IT and in middle school and high school and into early college. Uh, I worked as an apprentice pesticide. I worked as a line cook, a sous cook. 
uh, sous chef. Um, and I watch all the, the, I love the British Bake Off shows. I love them. They're, they're wonderful. Uh, they're one of my, uh, brain candy after spending eight hours a day putting in applications. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, when you, when you, when you, when you sit at the far end of the bell curve, you're functionally a little bit crazy. And that tends to cause people to look askance at you. And I've had that happen a few times in my interviews recently where I just had to explain, you're asking me a qualitative question. I don't function that way. I'm a quantitative guy. Quantitative analysis, quantitative thinking, pros, cons, one plus one equals two type thinking. Um, I don't always feel about things. I don't. Um, okay, work, so I'm a machine. So um, that's Joe's T-shirt. Then we have <laughs> we have grumpy, twisted, you know, pissed off, fuck off, and then Helen's is you know grumpy, angry, pissy, and Joe's is just like I don't feel, <laughs> I have no feelings. <laughs> you know, I don't have feelings right now. I am. Uh, I've broken down four times uh, in the last couple of hours, crying because I'm damn it again. Uh, I'm freaking out about keeping my keeping my house. But uh, in terms of work, I go to work. I leave my feelings at home. Uh, The only time anybody can make me truly angry at work is when they're not trying. I will work with someone until I drop. Uh, But if you say things like "I don't need to know how to do this," that's what you're for. That says to me that you're. I'm trying to teach and I'm trying to help. If yeah. you're not going to help yourself, that means that I'm wasting my time and I can go help somebody else that needs it. That blows me away. That mentality uh, where people are just, they, they, they're, they're not willing to help themselves. We've had this conversation before too, Joe, because uh, I said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> But Joe, I think for what you've said, you're definitely trying to help yourself. I mean, that many applications in just two weeks of of being unemployed is astounding. I'm sort of, Mm -hmm. I'm being much more um, choosy to a degree because... You have to be, Helen, because your job changes very differently from place to place. Generally speaking, IT support doesn't change. You're fixing the problem put in front of you by the user. The only thing that's really going to change is are they working an agile method? Are they working waterfall? Or are they working ITIL in terms of how they handle their their, uh, process? And I've worked all three of them. And most places work ITIL without even thinking about it and formalizing it. I've got training in it. Uh, I did it with when I worked at HP. I worked at HP for three and a half years. Um, I was working HP at City Financial North America. Uh, previously, I worked at City Financial North America for Dell. I literally left on a Friday, and Monday morning they handed me a, uh, a sticker to put over the Dell logo. They even changed my badge. They didn't even go through the process of changing my badge. They literally just took a sticker and went, Bloop, put it over the, the logo and changed the logo. And I was there for three and a half years. Some great brand awareness there. That's great. Um, uh, Joe actually brought up a good 
a good question when he mentioned that the baking shows were kind of like kind of a relaxation thing after he's been filling out applications. So, um, what does everybody else do? I mean, you got to be doing something to kind of relax because job hunting is stressful. Being without work is stressful. Dealing with bad employers is stressful. Being in a bad job that sucks and trying to find a better one is stressful. So what are you doing? And I know like with lockdown, it's even harder to get out and, and do stuff. Um, what are you doing to kind of take the edge off? Well, it's just walks for us. I mean, I'm lucky that I I live at the bottom end of the Pennines, which is just a, a very small, I mean, it's nothing like Virginia Mountain Mummer. It's a very small <laughs> hill range. Um, so, it, it, yeah, it's getting out and sort of getting out in the fresh air, really. And then way too much Netflix. Just a lot of Netflix. A lot of Netflix. Matt, what are you doing? Are you doing anything to kind of chill out? Yeah, all the work. Like, when I'm not applying to jobs, that, like, I'll work with my hands, and that kind of helps me out. But I also play bagpipes. Really? So I do that, and then I, mostly, I just chill out with the fans. Okay, you know, now I have to have you play bagpipes at some point, because I want to hear that. I'd be more than happy. That would be cool. That would be really uh, cool. I don't know. I'm kind of like, I can't sit still, so I do a lot of projects. I repair old electronics. I collect, like, old weird shit and repair it. So I've got, like, <laughs> thousand old video games, computers, weird stereo stuff, all kinds of stuff. I think you've definitely got a couple of businesses there, Matt. You know, like, used cars and then, you know... Yeah. Old sort of retro electronics. Yeah. I mean, I like I volunteer at a thrift store, and I basically buy up all anything that they're so cheap compared to the other ones in the area. That I just buy up whatever they don't want, and then. Um, Are you a record player? Mm, not, not really. I had a bunch of. I mean, I I have one, and I have a small collection of them, but I had like. All these ones from the 1800s, and so I just uh, digitized them and kept only the Caruso records because I was just like a Caruso fan, and got rid of the rest of them to someone who would actually use them, and then um, kept the uh, like console player and got rid of the player I was using to digitize. But I do what I do do is I like the sound and feel of old like um, what do you call them? Like, you know, the base unit, which I, for some reason, I'm brain farting on, the receiver. So I, I have a couple of old receivers, and then I have a couple of the massive old speakers, because you can buy those blown out, and then there's a company online that produces the, the foam part of it. And so you just clean it up and then re-glue the foam on there, and you've got yourself a brand new set of 1970s or 80s or 90s speakers that sound a shit ton better than the new stuff. All you got to do is, like, Amazon makes these little boxes that you just strap to the back of them, and then they're Bluetooth. So you just play whatever the fuck you want on them. And it sounds incredible. Man, you guys are awesome. <laughs> All of you guys are just freaking awesome. I appreciate it. about awesome. I've actually cut out almost. Well, I hadn't. I I used to enjoy anime. If anyone could see my video, they'd see my my office wall 
we've covered with posters and hangers and things from the anime conventions. Mm -hmm. I've, yep. been working on, I've been working on my Security Plus for almost two years now. Um, just deep dive studying it, not just to pass the test, but to understand the precepts behind it. Uh, I've cut out all of that. I haven't watched anything of the sort, even during lockdown. Um, right now, uh, I, I had just, just before I lost my job, I had hacked my NES Classic uh, so that I have more games to play. Stuff that I wanted to play for years. Um, I haven't touched it in two weeks. Uh, I don't have, I'm literally cutting out like my baking. I, I'm not making cookies for myself, not making cakes. Uh, and basically all the things I enjoy that are not uh, looking for work. And I'm limiting myself to uh, very little on demand TV. I watch, right now I'm watching through uh, Cheers and some of the Iron Chef back episodes. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, and most of that is when I have my significant other over, uh, when she's not spending time with her other significant other, um, my co-husband. I have an interesting family relationship. Liz can attest to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a wife and co-husband. And if they're not here I sit and uh, very limited in what I do if I'm not sitting in front of my desk. The only thing I'm doing else in front of my desk right now is I'm putting together a model airplane. Uh, I had started that um, about three weeks ago, uh, just before I lost my job. Uh, I had started it about a week and a half, maybe, before I lost it. And it's been the one little thing, a couple pieces here and there every day between when I need a five, 10 minute break. But I basically cut off everything I enjoy, dedicating everything I can, everything I've got to finding new. Um, I don't have family here at home. Uh, my, my significant other and her significant other, they have their own house. And we've actually been having conversations. Uh, if it comes down to them, those two or me, they they have to make the decision to cut me loose. I can't have them endangering their livelihoods and health and mental well-being worrying about me. I have to, I told them I have to be made supernumerary if it comes down to it and allowed to drown. Uh, so I've been waking up every morning with the shakes and my stomach's tied in knots from just the outright stress of the last two weeks. Uh, looking for work and that's really really hard but it is what i have to do to keep things going um so if anyone want anyone listening wants to hire me please uh as soon as i get my a plus test i am going to take about three or four days to myself and do a full anime binge probably hit a convention <laughs> if someone's allowing them but right now i don't allow myself anything except put in applications till four o'clock in the afternoon, take conference calls, take meetings till about seven o'clock. And after that, it's wait till bedtime and put on some inane stuff that I don't care about too much or can't care about uh, till I collapse and then get up and do it again. Um, that's what I have to do to find a job. And that's how I've managed to put in as many uh, applications as I have. 
the last three days I've been so busy I haven't put in anything, and that's going to put a crimp in things come next week in the pipeline, and that's going to make me really miserable when I get days where I don't have any callbacks. Uh, that's those are hard days. Those are really hard. So what do you do, Ruben? Do you have anything? Oh wow, I'm really boring compared to you guys. Um. <laughs> I read. I read a lot. It's an escape for me. I approve. Um, and uh, I decided to read. Uh, we're really lucky because we live in a, in a block of. It's a it's a condominium, and there's a there's a gym downstairs, which mm -hmm. ha which was shut for ages, but it's um it's been reopened now with limited number of tenants in there at any one point of time. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm either going for a walk outside or I'm in there. Not so much now because I've got a fucking frozen shoulder, which is absolutely agony. Um, um, so I've kind of laid off on the weights because I don't want the left side of my body to look massive and my right to be, <laughs> you know, I'm already, I'm already, yeah, exactly. I'm already funny looking as it is. I don't need to add on to that. Um, so I read uh, exercise and I blow shit up on my PlayStation 4, which is <laughs> a great escape for me. Um, I don't even want to have the energy to watch a film anymore. I'm, I just get too jittery. I feel like I should be doing something else. Mm -hmm. um, but when I crack open a book, okay, that's it. I can dive into that. Um, what do you ages. like to read? Um, crime, um, sci-fi, fantasy, um... All good, all good things, I approve of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no management books, they can fuck right off. Um, <laughs> I agree. Seriously, man, some dickhead who started a company out of his garage is telling me I sh how I should do that. I'm like, fuck off, mate, I don't want to have a garage. Um, <laughs> Maybe you should write one, Ruben. <laughs> and well, just um, stop. Uh, I'll call it right off. <laughs> I know, right? Just fuck off with your stupid fucking management tips. Um, you know, waking up at five and smashing it and all that crap. Just fuck. This off. Year, it would be a top seller. Top seller. It would be, I think. I, I reckon. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually, um, I think. I haven't found this lockdown as, as bad as, or as hard as many other people have because um, I'm an introvert. I really, I love being at home. Um, but it's got to the point now that, yes, the, the four walls are closing in on me. Um, it's, it's, you know, and Lucy's busier now than she's ever been because she can't travel for work anymore, as in overseas trips. Okay. So she's constant, constantly on telecons and stuff till like 9, 10, 11 p.m. kind of thing, and the time difference in the States and wherever the fuck she's talking to. Mm -hmm. um, and I sometimes forget she's here and she comes out of the room. I'm like, holy fuck, you're here. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, um, so... In, in as much as it's, it may be difficult for her, she's actually got something to keep her mind occupied. Mm -hmm. um, 
Whereas it's harder for me because um, you know, you know, you apply for jobs and you speak to people and like that, and then I, I get, I get um, tired, and um, unlike Joe, I do need that escape. Um, and nine times out of ten, I just pick up my book and dive into it, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm actually pretty, pretty boring, really. Oh, not at all. I don't, but then I'm a nerd. I like, I like books. I mean, I'm a writer. Yep. So yep. <laughs> I like science. Yeah, fiction. exactly. Yeah. Um, I think we've nerded out together on some science fiction stuff. I think we have. I think we have. And you know, this is what I say to people who want to write. I'm like, if you guys don't read, I know it's not a prerequisite, but you got to expand your mind a little bit, mm-hmm. and you know, just don't just. Can, yeah, but they don't get it. They don't understand. People here don't read very much. The youngest gen, they're always they they with their faces in their phones and stuff like that. Um, but everything's now, 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 now. They don't have the patience to go through a book. Mm. Um, you know, they want that information now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have a Kindle. I hate reading anything on my phone. Um, I actually love the smell, feel, and touch of of a book. Yes. Um, um, so, yeah, that, that helps pass the time, really. It passes my day. I, I, tend to, I tend to go to sleep quite early, by about 10-ish or so, 11, and I'm normally up about half four. I've been waking up a lot earlier these past few months because the pain in my arm wakes me up. Right. Um, so this is my chance to get revenge on the cats because before they used to come and wake me up for breakfast. <laughs> the um, cats. Now, they yeah, now I wake early. <laughs> oh, they fucking do, but nowadays I wake up before them and I go and poke them, and they're all like, "What the fuck?" Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and you know, the days pass, don't they? And we're we're really lucky here because we can actually go out now. The malls are open and restaurants are open and things like that. Um, I just find it too fucking people out there, man. There are too many people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I generally just go to the supermarket, buy some shit, come back, cook dinner, um, and then that's the day done. Yeah, I've definitely got think... a lo- lockdown worse. <laughs> line. And, yeah, that's not been good. <laughs> oh, Helen, Jesus. you guys are... Sorry, sorry, Liz. No, Helen, um, you guys are supposedly coming out of lockdown in July, is that right? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a sort of a, I can't remember the phrase that they use, but there's a step-by-step. So the kids have gone right. back to school. The kids have gone back to school. Right. And then end of this month, we are allowed to meet up with people outdoors. from So one-on-one. So, And then it moves to, you can have, it's called the rule of six. So you can have six right. adults or two households that contain six adults meeting up. And then it becomes right, okay. allowed to meet inside a house. And then the oh plan is... <laughs> so yeah, there's like... Yeah, like that here. They were just like, okay, we can open up the restaurants <laughs> now. And now there's like... It's like, a, you know, a week ago, there was maybe outside dining. But mostly everything was, you know, you know, curbside pickup and yep, um, yep. you know call ahead and we'll bring it out yep, to you yep. and now it's like yeah yeah we're we're done with all that now like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody's sitting in the restaurant 
packed Fuck to the, you know, it's like, yeah. I mean, everybody's still wearing masks, sort of. Right. Sort um, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah around yeah. here, it's, it's, it's terrible. Uh, you have to wear a mask to go in the restaurant, and you have to wear it to walking to the table. At the table, you can take the mask off, but only while you're actively eating. If you stop eating to talk, you have to put the mask back on. Which is so stupid. Or, or, and if you have to leave the table to go to the, the bathroom or go to the bar to get something, you have to put the mask back on. Because, you know, um, you're not spreading germs while you're eating. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then they've taken away all the bar seating. Uh, so right. it's not like I can even sit at the bar just to have a beer. Uh, so I basically, I haven't been out to eat. Yesterday, I actually took, it was pouring down rain. Um, and I was starving. I was just coming from a job uh, related, or a, a potential work related thing. I had to get fingerprinted for Baltimore County Public Schools. Uh, uh, I live up in Baltimore County. I'm about 150 miles, 200 miles north of Liz. Um, right. And, and uh, so I would have a start date on the 14th in theory. They fingerprinted mm-hmm. me, which is kind of ridiculous. The federal government already has my fingerprints yep. from the army yep. and they had them from my last position where I was a public trust guy. Right. So what so Baltimore County has to go through their process. I understand it's dumb, but it is what it is. Yep. Uh, so I was so hungry. I went into a comp- uh, place called five guy and Liz can tell you five guys is a hamburger and fries joint. Uh, hey, we've, got, we've got five guys over here. Hey. Oh, hey. Cool. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> something okay. we have in common. So the the five guys thing is they give you a big burger and a huge load of fries. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh it was the first time I've actually sat down in a restaurant in more than more than a year. Uh right. because I because I'm online, I saw this COVID thing coming back in November. And we were hearing rumors about it on Imgur, uh, a new flu that was going around. We were hearing stories about this new flu that was going around in, like, July of 2019. Uh, And if you're paying attention, you start looking at that stuff and you start preparing. I had been prepping and preparing for this for literally almost six months before the lockdown. and part of that was just building infrastructure for myself because I had a feeling this job was going to come to an end shortly uh, because of its rolling, uh, its rolling uh, uh, rollovers. I, I looked at it and saw that we were overstaffed bean cutters. Uh, uh, the bean counter should have cut us a while back. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, eight guys and you're only getting 500 tickets a month. Uh, and I'm handling a quarter of them by myself, kind of. What are they doing? You could probably legitimately cut some people and save money, but whatever. Uh, contract requirement had us have eight. Uh, so I looked, I had been seeing this for a while, so I prepared for it. But um, this is just uh, one of those things where we're coming out of lockdown so slowly the current betting is Maryland won't be out of mass lockdown for probably the middle of 2022. 
because wow. our governor is not up for re-election. He is not, uh, he's supposedly a conservative. Um, I think Larry Hogan's a bit of a rhino myself, uh, Republican in name only. But the, the, my area, my little county might go and disregard his mandates, but his mandates are essentially illegal and everybody's still going along with them. If you look at our state constitution, everything they've done is a hundred percent illegal, but they're doing it anyway. Um, right. So, wow. yeah, it's, it, it, for my purposes, I'm terrified um, that I'm, I'm going to be out of work for so long because this mask thing is limits where I can work at. Mm. I kind of need to be at home or I need plenty of time to stop, take the mask off, walk outside and breathe. Otherwise, I'm going to have an asthma attack. Uh, I had to turn down two jobs last year uh, because I couldn't wear a mask all day. Uh, right. and, and and that was the worst part. So we're coming up. We're we're at our time for for this episode. Um, what I wanted to do, though, so I don't know if you guys are aware or not, but we've had some listeners. We had uh, Chris Shaw and Serena Hamill were both listening in, and um, on the, there's a channel live podcast chat where they've been kind of commenting while we've been talking. And um, Serena has an idea of basically I want each one of you to kind of say exactly what kind of job you're looking for. Um, And then we are going to, of course, post about it on LinkedIn and kind of share the posts, try to kind of spread it around to whoever and get you guys some some notice. So. Ruben, if you want to start and just kind of oh, say <laughs> say specifically uh, what you're looking for. Um, I wish I could answer that one. Um, I'm kind of at a stage where I'm not too sure anymore. I think it's going to be one of two things. I might go back into restaurants if I could um, take on a training role um, instead of actually getting working the operations and being on my feet for 12, 13 hours a day, six days a week. Um, that's one option. The other thing um, I think I'd like to carry on doing is doing my copywriting um, for people. And this is the irony here is that many, 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 many companies here, they do need copy. They do need good copy being done You just need them. to find the right company. Yeah, basically, um, and that's it. Uh, um, that's it. That's that's what I want. Okay, Matt, do you want to say? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> I'm looking for anything that's environmental. So, environmental scientist, environmental specialist, natural resource specialist, data analyst, forester, um, recreation planner. Uh, I don't even know. I mean, there are a are lot you, of... Are you willing to relocate at all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've, <laughs> I have as many applications as Joe, but in a year's time. Okay. Yeah, so, and I've applied all over the United States. Okay, so you're willing to relocate for the right job. 
As long as it's not Louisiana or Texas, yes. Okay. <laughs> I even interviewed in Delaware, and who the hell has even heard of Delaware? I didn't think anybody. I, I don't think I've ever met anybody from Delaware. I kept being reminded. Island, actually. I kept being reminded of Wayne's World too. It's like, hi, we're in Delaware. You know. Has a lot of good positions up there, man. Um, I'm waiting to hear back on a possible one up there at Dupont's Experimental Station. I worked there years and years and years and years and years and decades ago. Um, so. Don't knock Delaware. It's actually a pretty good place to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't mind working for evil companies. I just found it. I don't mind working for evil companies. I, I had never like even heard of you know Delaware. Anything in Delaware it was the job that came along. It's like, whoa, it's in Delaware. That's interesting. Like my godparents used to live up there, and they liked it a lot. So. It's kind of funny how it was like one of the original colonies, and yet. You know, who the fuck knows anybody in Delaware? Um, <laughs> and uh, Helen, what are you um, looking for? So uh, I suppose the main thing is I actually just want a part-time role, uh, preferably three days a week. Uh, okay. My skill set is marketing, so social media strategy. Um, I've done event management and logistics. Um, I've done uh, sort of sorry excuse me um sort of uh, brand awareness brand raising that all that type of thing um but i also think i'm very good on sort of the client side account management client relationship anything that is a more personable thing that requires me to sort of nurture relationships so um that's kind of where i'm trying to um aim my search okay Helen, why the fuck haven't you been snapped up yet man even oh, if it's only for three Ruben. days a week Jesus, come on. Yeah, well, come on. Now, it's just uh, not enough. If I'm not well, giving all of, all, of you guys, all of you guys are amazing. Like, I, if I were rich, I'd hire you. I can use a copywriter and a marketer and definitely an IT person. And yeah, I just hire Matt fuck. to play the bagpipes in the background. Let's yeah, no, <laughs> fuck that. I, I, I just come and play with your dogs and take them for a walk. Man. I would love that. I would hire you in a heartbeat for that. <laughs> That's all I'd want to do. <laughs> you should just have a, a grumpy unemployed people's podcast that should be yes exactly yes. hey you guys want to do this once a week until you get jobs sure i don't care <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, just, we'll just meet and bitch about stuff for an hour <laughs> i know right jesus that's anytime a, man that, that, wow that Oh, I could keep it going for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Chris mentioned that we should we should actually revisit in like you know three months or something like that. That's not and a bad idea. Kind of get an update and just kind of see where everybody is. See if you guys found jobs or you know. Or if, if, I, if I become on. Or if I become even grumpier, which I I don't see how that could be possible, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you remind me of Eeyore, Ruben. You may well be grumpy, but you're so you lovable. <laughs> Jesus. You say that. That's what Liz called me the other day. She goes, oh, my God, you're such an Eeyore. Holy <laughs> shit. I that all the time. Yeah. 
Um, Lucy called me an Eeyore as well. Jesus, I've, be I've developed this thing. Oh, my word. Oh, you're oh, just a donkey. God. I am just a donkey. Oh, I've been called that many times as well. So. Yeah. Was it donkey or was it jackass? Both. 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 Okay. Um, people have not discriminated. <laughs> um, Matt's playing it safe. He's like, I'm going to keep this on quiet so nobody can... Yeah, uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, the friggin' birds, they uh, they like to go bananas whenever, like, when I would do work meetings, they would just constantly shout. I'd have to yeah, take well, them out. the same problem with dogs. I'd have to take them out, put them on top of my monitor, and then they shit all over the monitor, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna stop the recording, but we can still talk if you guys want to. It's up to oh, you. Uh, I was waiting to be asked uh, what I'm looking for. Oh! I'm sorry, Joe. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot all about you. Because, because my profanity for profanity is profound. Um, oh, well, <laughs> I, well, so I, I, think I try and keep my mouth shut. That problem. Um, no, that, yeah. You're in the right Ellen's place. The only, Ellen's the only one that's been kind of like, yeah. I know, no, right? I swear so much, but, you know, the rest of us were like, fuck, whatever. Who cares? Well, I think I, it's I'm just because I've got a toddler. It's just because yeah. you're, not to, you're not allowed to swear anymore. <laughs> she has a kid. <laughs> so. Helen's, Helen's going to come off this and go, what the fuck was that fucking shit? <laughs> <laughs> so, what All I'm right. looking for... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Problem. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, what I'm looking for is any mid to entry level desktop support, IT support, Customer service, non-product support. That's the one thing I can't do well is support one product. Uh, any kind of office support position, tier one, tier two, tier three, I've done it. Uh, if you've got a junior network uh, analyst job out there, I can swing that as well. I can even do junior uh, network engineer. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm out there looking for anything in the mid-Atlantic area. As long as it's inside the D.C. city limits and within metro travel, inside the city limits, if Alexandria and Crystal City are just a bridge too far, but inside that actual D.C. beltway, I can I can work, sort of, um, uh, depending on the job. And, uh, of course, Baltimore metro area is ideal. Uh, I don't care about traveling. And my commute previously was an hour and a half. So don't let that bother you. If you're stuck on the far side of Baltimore uh, out there and need IT support, I used to drive to Social Security headquarters every day from Haverty Grace, and I'm way at the top of the Chesapeake Bay all the way down to D.C. I'm willing to do it. I'll go to Laurel. I'll go to Elk Ridge. I'll go to Jessup. Um, I need work for my mental well-being. Frankly, if I claim disability, I might never have to work again. Uh, but for my self-respect, I can't do that. Uh, I am disabled. I'm blind in one eye and a couple of different uh, personality defects that, that do affect me. Um, they're not so defects, just they're that. quirks. They're just quirks. No, they're defects. They are just quirks. Yeah. <laughs> Dead honest here. They're defects. 
I know. <laughs> I'm smart enough no, to know. No, no, we're marketing you here. <laughs> I'm smart enough to know how flawed I am. Um, let's just say that. Uh, we're all flawed. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, anyone that isn't should uh, talk to me because I'd like to meet them. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm looking for. I mean, I'm not proud. I'll sweep floors if you have the right money per hour. I've done it before. Yeah. I enjoyed it, actually. It was therapeutic. Um, so that's where I'm at. Okay. Cool. You guys are awesome. Everybody needs, you just, you, anybody that doesn't want to hire you is stupid. That's just what I'm saying right now. Every one of you is awesome. I'm so glad I got to talk to you guys. It's been fun. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Sorry for the late. Yes. Uh, late. Thank you very much, Liz. I appreciate it. Yeah, no thank problem. you, Liz. And seriously, you guys. Um, so, so this server, you guys are now part of this server. So anytime you want to come in here and vent, you're more than welcome. Um, we can make plans for another, like, like I said, you know, three months out or something like that, whatever you guys are comfortable with. We can come up with a follow-up podcast to see how you guys are doing. And, I like that um, idea. Yeah, that's good. And that is uh, good. yeah, we'll we'll share the heck out of this, and hopefully, people will hear it. And even if they don't have a job, maybe they know someone that does, and get you guys employed.